0: Guys, I agree with you then. Oscar Pistorius is a scholar and a gentleman. All
1: right.
2: <laughs> do it.
0: <It's>
1: Oscar
0: Pistorius? <laughs> <laughs> Hello. General, General Kenobi. <laughs> oh, Charles. You want to run? I learned from watching you. Funny. Every little thing that you <laughs> do. <laughs>
3: Let him play. They are made for each other.
2: Hey.
3: <laughs> you can't compete with Kenobi in that banter that was going on. Hey. that when she says that it is my favorite line of the series thus far (laughs) it's so great i had an instant erection she is the way that they like they have lightened her up so much yes but that was just like the pinnacle of where we've come from yes it's just it's great and it fits so perfectly. Oh, it's so good! But also the Blade Runner reference. <laughs> Oscar Pistorius, goddamn all. He's fucking Oscar Pistorius. is just a murdering guy with these cool legs. <laughs> he he is a man that has beaten diversity just so he could murder his girlfriend. <laughs> all righty, what's so, going on here? Not much. Big big episode this is the big Ooh, one it was your big boy this was was this the biggest episode yet I don't know that's that's left up to you I mean it's up there we've had some big ones oh uh, I mean overworlds overworlds was the one that I was like really waiting for when we started this podcast but this is another one that I was I mean this is a game changer let's, yeah. let's get it here again you
0: want to run I learned from watching you funny oh <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my lady. In oh, a... then. That... Funny. Again,
3: <laughs> the voice actress's name. What's her name again? I don't know. Oh. Like, put me on the spot there. I'll I mean, find it. But like, like, kudos. The yeah. voice work is amazing. Yeah, no R2 in this episode. So, I mean, it, it might be <laughs> hers for the taking again. <laughs> oh, I got one flagged for All-Star. All right. All Um but yeah, anyway, before we get into it, what's going on? How's it going? Oh, not much. You know, you got here and um, I decided to buy a bunch of figures on Amazon because <laughs> you show up bearing bearing Black Series figures and I'm like, well, I got to buy some too then. I seriously, I need to stop. Yeah. I, I'm right. going to. I How just, about this? We, we declare right now we're not going to buy any Black Series for two weeks unless there's some just unseemly... Just like a deal, deal. that presents yeah. itself, starting now. <laughs> all right, I'm not buying any. I'm not buying any Lego sets either.
2: Yeah, yeah. I yeah. buy
3: nothing for two weeks. I just spent five hundred dollars on a snowblower. Okay. I can't yeah. buy anything. That's so boring. I know. What would you rather have? Like, if, if all things considered, you didn't need it, but it would be a helpful thing. We'll say it'd be a helpful thing. Uh, would you rather have um, 50 Co Bibbles <laughs> or one snowblower? I'm just imagining a shipping container filled with Co Bibbles. <laughs> It'd be amazing. <laughs> There's got to be some wholesaler somewhere where we can. They, they just got like the dump of uh, of Phantom Menace toys. Didn't that that happen once where there was like some beach on some like seaside village in England that like. I forget what it was, but it was some shipping container got like tipped over and the currents were just right. So, like, all of a sudden, like, Bart Simpson action figures started like washing ashore. Could you imagine? Just waves of CO Bibbles. Like, if we're up in Duluth. And it's just like the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, but they're shipping over <laughs> Oh if we're in Duluth series. Yeah, oh. If we're in Duluth, you know where we're stopping. Oh, we're stopping at that store. We're going to Toy Galaxy. Well, we can't go there for at least two weeks. Yeah, I know. That's Damn. quite a hike too. Yeah. I'm not all right, I'm committing. I'm not buying any Lego sets. I'm not buying any action figures for two weeks. No Black Series. So it looks like I'm just gonna be buying a whole lot of variant covers. <laughs> I'll be spending <laughs> absorbent amounts of money on High Republic variant covers now. You turned me on to this. It's your fault. Well, wait till you start getting the comics. As soon as I saw, I remember when Black Series got released. Like yeah. the first line. Well, we're kind of in a spot here. Let's let's pause it. Pause oh, that yeah, thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And let's, here we go. The authorian historian gave us a collectibles corner little drop. Um,. Now, usually when we introduce a segment, it's usually 10 to 15 seconds, and even then I've... Before we do that, let's just close out our uh, opening bullshit with our intro. Ah, yes. Welcome to the (laughs) Clone Cast. My name is Tom. I'm Adam. And this is a show where we review the Clone Wars in chronological order. We are currently on the season finale of Season 4, Episode 22, simply titled Revenge. And it was a doozy. It was a good one. Okay, now, so... Collectible Corners was something that we floated before when we first started getting into this. And a Thorian Historian made like a, an intro for the segment for us and sent it over to us. This is like a month ago. We haven't used it yet. Yeah. Um, typically, like I said, 10 to 15 seconds are our intros. And I think I said they're a little long. Uh, the Thorian Historian dropped a 31 second. <laughs> <laughs> so... We're gonna play it in full here. You have to play it at least this once. We, yes. We could do some creative editing maybe and try to like shorten yeah, it up a we're bit. We're gonna play it the whole way through this time though. Yes. So here we go.
2: You can waste time with your friends when your chores are done. Now come on, get to it. I would like to see the baby. <laughs> Perhaps the archives are incomplete. My grandpa always told me don't watch your credits, watch your health. More, More. <laughs> <laughs> a In addition to my collection. <laughs> I love
3: this. The man gets us. See, we could kind of fade it down there, yeah. or um, here where he said, more, more, we could stop it there, and then we could do the outro of it. A fine edition of my collection. I like yes. that, yeah. Maybe that's where we'll go there. Either way, you could tell the man's been a listener for a while. Yeah, he, uh, he understands. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone get it more? Than The Authorian Historian. <laughs> just, like, get it. I mean, I think Depressed Kenobi, yeah. you'll know. The Holy Trinity. There's a, no, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of Clone Cast The Holy Trinity does, but, like, just in terms of, like, that sounds like something that you would put together. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, the old-timey music. Yeah, I mean, this is de- that's definitely something that I would do. And I would want to force in as many, like, just more, yeah. more, <laughs> yeah. a fine addition to my, like, if I had, you know, if I had my way with it, this entire show would just be clips that I put together, <laughs> and it would just be like little, you know, that would just be me, you know? Yeah. I would just be <laughs>
2: it's a big man.
3: It's a, you know, I just love that That's, shit. Yeah. That's all you did. Three, two, one. All right. That was all you did in your like college <laughs> course, wasn't it? Well, yeah, I mean I remember you giving me your demo CD. I have two degrees. I have an actual bachelor's degree <laughs> yes. and I have the toy degree that I got <laughs> where I spent $50,000 to go learn how to hit buttons. <laughs> but you I remember you gave me your intro CD in like 2007 and it was just like your voice with, like, a bunch of, like, Arrested Development and Seinfeld clips. Yes. This is what I enjoyed to do. It was it's great. It's what I have fun with. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that degree, the, the the sad thing about that, it literally was learning how to hit buttons because I could have taught everything that I learned in those two years and that $50,000 just ripoff, I could have taught myself in one afternoon. Yeah, for-profit schools. They're great, aren't they? Yeah, that school's gone now. <laughs> buried by a massive lawsuit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But Anyways, so a collectible corner. What I was saying is, I remember specifically when Black Series came out. It was probably like 2013, in, I think. I, I was it that late? I thought it was. I even think that's when the first series was. Okay, but when that came out, I remember seeing them and I remembered thinking to myself, "I can't, I can't do it. I can't do one because it's going to get out of hand." And I did such a good job of like seeing them come out and being like, "That's cool." I'm not going to do anything with it if I ever buy it. Well, so while this you know is what? going on, you're buying $500 Lego sets. You realize that, right? Yeah. I, I That, for whatever reason, I rationalized was perfectly all right. But <laughs> the Black Series, I couldn't couldn't go there. But yeah. now Pandora's box has been opened, my friend. Yeah, you and I, we, we got some problems. <laughs> we like to buy stuff for happiness, um, especially collectible stuff but, and Star Wars stuff. It's it's the problem lies within uh the valuation of it because I look at something now that I could have bought in, in 2013. Yeah. And when I see it selling for like three hundred dollars and I could have purchased it for twenty dollars, yeah. It's like everything I see now that's only twenty dollars, it's like, well, I need to buy it because yes. it's going to be worth yeah. Like the uh the solo black series that I just bought, the Young Han solo from the solo yeah. movie that was like twelve bucks on Amazon. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean that's obvious. You know. <laughs> you know, it's been out for three years and it's twelve dollars. Now there's probably a reason why it's twelve dollars. Yeah. Although you did just get completely ripped off on your Rex. Well, I'll give it time. That that thing's gonna oh, it'll turn around, that. but I'm just saying yeah, yeah, yeah. you just spent twenty five dollars on a three point seven five inch Rex uh, Kenner Black series. Whereas I then looked it up on Amazon and they just restocked and I got it for 12 bucks. They can't all be winners. Hey, I'm just saying I'm making up like a bandit today. I'm getting $11 solo. I'm getting a $12 hey, rack. All I'm saying is we're having a hell of a lot more fun doing this than we ever did trading clove. Oh, yeah. Fuck that shit. I want my money back. Robin Hood give to Rob from the rich to give to the poor. Yeah. How did that work out? What a joke of a fucking name. I'm suing them. I still own some of that. Some of the clove. Yeah, you might want to let that go. I think it, last I looked, it was like it spiked up to 10 and then it dropped to like seven, like even lower than before. Oh a lot of short interest in that. You just hold on to that. It'll spike. Do you got that uh, disclaimer ready too? No, I don't because <laughs> we're not. We've abandoned that. I have abandoned. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I've completely abandoned that part of my life. It's it's crazy that that was a thing for like a month. That was a definition of flash in the pan. Like you were all in on that for a yeah. good month. Here we then... go. Here we go. Here we go. The following segment is not financial advice. I repeat, this is not financial advice. On with the show. I mean, it could still apply to collectible corner because it's us just spending droves of money <laughs> on action fairs. We buy the ones that just hold no value, oh, just no. because. Like we have a fucking we have a co bibble a Chancellor Valorum, and a Palpatine from episode one. And I still have to make that goddamn TikTok where it's like, bring the ladies over and bust <laughs> out the fucking, the politician playset. The pants come off, you know? Um, I don't know. What is the, like, do we have like a format for Collectible Corner? Is it no, just, like, I think us it's just, just, just bullshit. Yeah, we this. waste too much fucking money. We'll so now we it, got. We'll figure it out. But. You, like, we got the Ahsoka Rebels Black Series, right? And then in the mail, you get an Ahsoka from the Clone Wars. Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. From the, the Mandalorian arc in the Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah. Season yeah. seven. Yeah. yeah. Her final like outfit. Yeah. And then and the she, other Ahsokas from Rebels. Yeah, and, the, now, like, and now and now I'm staring down the jumpsuit one. Do we really need three Ahsokas? Well, I think we do. But th- see, oh. this is the other issue. It's it's I a get it. <laughs> It's a culmination of everything. Yeah. Because once I bought like one bounty hunter, I was like well, it would kind of be cool to have all of the bounty hunters kind of in a row. we still got with, a Dengar. Same with the uh, the Bad Batch. Yeah. It's the same deal with those. Yeah. We're in, we're in bad, baby. Yeah. This is not good. Yeah. And, and the Cad Bane came to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did! <laughs> and it's got the big hat. I got no regrets got with that one, Got a big sombrero on that one. The big I got old... no regrets on that guy. I honestly i look around and i have no regrets on any of this no, i'm just best. saying i have to take out a, a new homeowner's insurance policy because this motherfucker burns down hey, we've dumped a lot of money into this shit 10 year old adam dreamed of the day yes. that i could spend this much money no on this, this is literally just figures. uh the child in me just having a fucking blast it's the, this with that. their disposable income talking about this right now is the happiest i've been all week oh it's fun <laughs> I mean, why do you think I do all those Uber and Lyft hours <laughs> Yeah, so I can buy this shit? It's the best. It's the disposable income. This is what I want to do. Yeah. Anyways. Um, but yeah, my variant cover High Republic came in. Oh, there um, it is. <laughs> that's, uh, it's That's got Jedi Master Skier.
1: Ah. Yeah.
3: Now, he's a Trandoshan. He lost an arm, but it will grow back. Oh no shit. They grow that's back. Right. They're reptiles. They grow back. All Very right. excited. But if you look on the cover, he's only got the one arm. Oh, that's right. Okay. And like he was kind of touched by the dark side of the gear. And they like started to control them a little bit. It's this really good arc in the comic book series early on. But would say. but yeah, uh, that's a collectible corner, I guess. I mean, we just, yeah, yeah. Collectible corner is just us talking about how we uh, spend a lot of money. I guess it's a segment in progress. We'll figure it out. Maybe yeah. we can like showcase one on, TikTok you know, we're, when Twitter we're like working still at 75 and we have all these useless action figures <laughs> like, man, we could, we could have put that in a Roth IRA. We would
1: have <laughs> retired 10 years I ago, but God now. damn it.
3: I got my CO bibble Phantom <laughs> Menace. No one can ever take that from me. Look ah, at him! Look at him over there! He's great. It's an invasion. Yep. The collectibles have invaded our hearts. Thank <laughs> you so much, CO Bibble. Um, should we do listener appreciation?
0: Yeah. It's only because I'm so in love.
2: No. <laughs> no, it's because I'm
0: so in love. <laughs> because <we belong> <laughs> You're stuck with me, Sky Guy.
3: All right, a listener appreciation. I'm just noticing now, though, you got you really got to move Hoth, Leia over by uh, Hoth, Luke, and Han. Yeah, I know. The only thing is that that's a different kind of... I know. Why is it different? <laughs> so they can put... Because they released a 40th anniversary Empire Strikes Back collection at the same time as releasing a 50th anniversary Lucasfilms. Yeah. Now, 50 years of Lucasfilms, is that Cone American Graffiti, I'm assuming? I don't it know. It must be. yeah, Because, I mean, it hasn't been 50 years since A New Hope. Yeah. So, I, whatever. I don't, I don't... Give it this. One. I, yeah, I... Be back there. I don't <laughs> get it. There you go. <laughs> All right. So, the Holy Trinity. The one. The only. And we're going to do it a little out of order today. The Authorian Historian. I wish that I were above Yep. Above. Okay. And, of course... The only politician in the clone castanovas, the architect of the Norwegian Nordic model, <laughs> <laughs> the one, the only, the president of Norway, know. Now, get the shrine in a little bit because we're going to be cutting it off here quicker than normal today. I think if we lived Let in Norway, work. he would get both of our votes. Yeah. Oh, apps, I would vote for Ile no. All I know is he, you know, I know, I know very little about you will know. We know his hometown, which I can't, which I called Richfield. Um, <laughs> we know he's in Norway. Um, we know he likes the show. Yeah, he's in the Discord. Which, uh, by the way, Daryl joined the Discord today. Heating so up. Discord's heating up, baby. Um, Daryl is our domino. They're yeah. all gonna fall though. They're all falling. <laughs> hey, we're over really like eleven people in there or some shit. It's great. Um, but yeah, um, you'll know. We should get like, um we should have like a clone castanova survey where we just send out and get various learn various things about the yeah. clone castanovas. Like a 10 question survey. Tell us about yourself. That'd be great. How did you become a clone castanova? You know <laughs> what what sucked you in? I really am curious, like, the early listeners, like how they found it. I have no idea how they would find us. I think Steven started watching the Clone Wars again and then like it just kinda.
2: Yeah, so he searched for. He there were a couple
3: it, of people that said that they started watching Clone Wars again and just like searched for Clone, clone Wars podcast. podcasts. Yeah, so there is another Clone Cast. <laughs> I know. There's multiple Clone Casts. There are. Yeah, I looked oh. it up. Well, there's the one that was a Clone Wars kind of thing that they did like 50 episodes, but they haven't done anything since 2014. Yeah. Yep. So when we were doing this, I was like, I don't fucking care. It's ours yeah there was a, like i did a remedial kind of like couple of searches and i was yeah. like there's only these one guys that haven't published anything and then there's us so yeah. this is great and then like once we got our feet under us i like dug a little bit deeper and there's like a ton of other ones really <laughs> i think so well i think we're the most successful i think so how about that yeah. we can say we're the mo- we're not successful yet but we're the most successful clone cast that's right we're the clone cast of record what other Clone Cast is going to give you collectible corner? Yeah.
0: Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to give you this? You want to run? I learned from watching you. Funny. Ah! I don't know how you do Who else is going
3: to give you that? Who? Who? Nobody. Okay, so I talked about uh, the last listener appreciation. Depressed Kenobi has no music. The other two, Holy Trinity, have music. Depressed Kenobi needs music. So... Uh, I made an audio shit post, um, and I will be making an accompanying video for this, which will probably be about as successful as my uh, Palpatine, Palpatine Ironic, yeah, which yeah. kind of, which I thought was fucking great. It was genius. Yeah. But it flopped. It got nowhere on that TikTok. I don't get the TikTok. Um, but I will be doing a similar thing with this. So are you ready for Depressed Kenobi's Let's music? Go. Hello
2: there. Hello there. And it's a depressing song. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Let's do it again, because you know the, the. Do you know that song very yeah, well? Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Hello there." Yeah, you yeah. know, like, so. Hello there. It's great. <laughs> the shadow so, depressed, the Kenobi. I hope you like anymore. it. I think it's an ingenious little shit post. I thought it was great. It's fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so now we don't have Shrine music. Let's, here we go. I'll bring some Shrine back in. Uh, technology. All right. Uh, Eliza, aka a drop of magic on Twitter. Now Eliza's claiming that Ventress has blonde hair. I thought it looked gray when Ventress has hair. Yeah. I thought it looked gray. I'm going to, I will, I'll side with Eliza. I guess I have a type. It's, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's the same kind of situation as Rex. We don't really know if that's blonde or white or gray. Yeah. But I didn't know she had hair when I... She was the first girlfriend. Yeah. And I didn't know she had hair then. She was just the bald lady. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, and I just was like, oh, this back and forth with Obi-Wan. She is a saucy minx. <laughs> so, like, she was the original girlfriend. And this was before, like, the cool even became a thing. Because then Duchess showed up. Let's give it a... You know, and I was like, oh, like Ventress has some competition, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then Tecla showed up Mortis to start, and then it was just like, okay, I have to start a polycule. Yeah, yeah. But I did not know that her hair was blonde or gray. What is great? I did not know she had hair. What is great though is we're getting from the polycule. Me and the rest of the listeners are getting a glimpse into your type. So we're gonna what be is able to be able to distill it from looking at each one of these members of the polycule. Okay, so we have a eight-foot woman, eight foot tall woman who has green That's, hair. It's a mystery right now. There's something there, we just all together have to get to it. Well, depressed Kenobi and Eliza's theory was I have the thing for blondes. Uh, I mean, let's let's look at my long term relationships. Couple blondes. Yeah. Uh, a brunette. Um I think on the whole, I think, like, just random survey of ladies out there that you'd be interested in, I bet it would skew blonde, but I don't think that's going to be the no. big deciding factor. Yeah. So, okay, so we'll, we'll we'll grant Eliza this. Ventress blonde. Yeah. I did not know it at the time, but I will grant you blonde. So we have the Duchess blonde. We have Ventress blonde. Um, Mortis daughter. Mortis daughter is not blonde. She has green hair. Oh, that's right. Funky green hair. Now, a lot of people think she's a blonde, but no, she's just an eight-foot-tall woman with green hair. Well, she has that, like, bright aura, so that would be, like, maybe where that mistake comes from. Yes, and then, of course, Tekla. She has brunette hair. Yeah. But it's covered up. Because she she's like an indentured servant to Padme, a tyrant. <laughs> and she's probably not allowed to show her hair when See, in service to the senator. Now what somebody has to do is they have to Photoshop Tekla with blonde hair and show you the picture. Yeah. And if that does something for you, then we know. Yeah. Now, green hair, I guess. I mean, green hair is just kind of a... You know, do you think she goes to the stylist on Mortis with the green hair? <laughs> yeah. Like he... <laughs> her Brother, it's her <laughs> brother as the dragon, yeah. <laughs> it's just <cutting> her hair. <laughs> and then, of course, um, ever definitely blonde, yeah. I mean, so we got three blondes, we got a green hair, and we got a brunette. I think it's more so. Of- I said, I declare the next girlfriend way out of left field, nothing gonna expect it. Maybe it'd be a fucking guy, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know,
1: I'll I count it out, either. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Sexuality's fluid, my friend. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear it one more time, though. Uh, this. Hello there.
2: The angel from my night. Even
3: though we've already moved on from the Trinity.
2: Anyways. <clears> throat> ah.
3: <laughs> that throat. <laughs> Alright, Jaylee, the official artisan of Pod. You are a bold one. Uh, Celine and Perry, Paris, the Parisian Princess. Uh, Jules at El Davio. Live, aka Darth Clink. And, of course, oh, here it is. Got to get this ready. Fire it
2: up. Traveling through hyperspace ain't like Dustin Croft's, boy. ba ba Looking for a home in the heart of the country.
3: Rural Farm Boy, official retweeter of the pod. Yoons ain't ready for the Rural <laughs> Farm Boy. Give him a follow on Twitter. Uh, and then, of course, if you have a holy trinity, you got to have some Foil. You know, there's some give and take, baby. The four horsemen of the email apocalypse, Noah Blight. Congratulations to Noah. His luck today arrived yes! in the mail, and he's blasting ass. Alright, sorry. Uh Wade I Death. I think Noah told me that he went. In on the uh, the warm water model. He does have the warm yeah. water model. Yeah. That's a harder install. Wet and wild. Wet and wild. Hashtag Lux Bidet Brigade. Hashtag wet and wild. Be careful when you're searching wet and wild. It is a good product. Like, yeah. All joking aside, I love their product. Sometimes I just go on the toilet and just sit there. Yeah. Oh. That's the worst part about going back into the office. No yeah. Bidet. How many Lux Bidets could we have bought <laughs> if we just weren't so obsessed with Black Sears? We could supply the entire neighborhood. (laughs) All right. Uh, Wade death. I think I said that. But Stephen, feast or famine? Big famine mode coming from Stephen right now. (laughs) (laughs) Stephen, time to feast, baby. (laughs) And, of course, the leader, Joshua, the Archangel War. It was Joshua's idea for the Four Horsemen, if you remember correctly. Yeah, it is. Yes. So another contributor. I love how the listeners contribute in various ways. Yeah. It's very fun. is the best part. Um and Isaac, oh God, I don't have a song for Isaac. Ah! There we go, <laughs> there you go, Isaac. <laughs> he hated the Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, we are members of the Padawans Podcast Network at Wayfinder Pod. The Wayfinder Pod doing a Light of the Jedi review. Check them out from a certain point of skew at F A C P A P O D. They are going through Rebels right now, but they also did cover Visions in their latest episode. So check that out. Jar Jar Thanks Pod at Jar Jar Thanks. Laura, Michaela, and Jess. Sorry, Michaela. I got to get Michaela's song, too. Yeah. So many songs are needed. I'm going to run out of buttons on this goddamn (laughs) keyboard. Uh, Vader's Thoughts at Vader Thinks. And the newest members of the Padawans Podcasting Network, Most Things Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi. So check out all those podcasts. All good stuff. Highly recommended By the Clone Cast. So, should we do the time warp?
0: Yeah. Chibata
3: bread! That Chibata Chibata bread. bread. All right, what do we got for an air date on Revenge? Revenge aired on March 16th, 2012. All right, so we got a fresh time warp, we got a new song, we got a new movie. Um, Do you want to do the song or movie first? Um, Let's do the movie. Movie it is. Um, This is a remake of a buddy cop movie from the 80s, I believe. Oh, yeah. Um, Is it... 21 Jump Street?
1: It is. Uh, 21 Channing Jump Street. Channing Tatum and... Channing Tatum and
3: Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill, yeah, yeah. Was he was he pudgy Jonah Hill at the time? I think he slimmed down for that one. Slightly slim? Yeah. Okay. But yeah. he's bounced back and forth a couple of times. He's all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see that? No. I've I have not heard yay or nay about it. I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. I enjoyed Jonah Hill. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I never watched it. Channing Tatum. He's a a charmer too. He's been in a lot of our number one movies. Yeah. I mean, he's had the Dear John. This was like his sweet spot. This is when he was Yeah, this is when Channing Tatum was a thing. Was this Magic Mike era here? Yeah, it must be right around that time. I mean, he was on everything. He even had that one, um, Jupiter Rising or something like that where he played like a fucking space elf. Yeah. They were trying to like turn it into like a franchise or whatever. Yeah. And did not go. I'm curious about that though. Every now and then, like, a good sci-fi movie just falls right through the cracks and just doesn't hit. What's the one that they did on uh, 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 John Carter from Mars? Do you remember that? John Carter from Mars? Yeah. It was called John Carter from Mars? I'm pretty sure. From Mars. Um, John Carter from Mars. It is a book that the guy who invented Superman based Superman off of um apparently he's a Earth oh it's just called john carter yeah i think the book it's is. from john carter of oh, mars yes, that's what it is there's a 2009 film <laughs> okay okay so there is a the disney release that came out in 2012 so maybe we'll actually hit that one um that came out that's the book you know it's, it's the official one i guess yeah um, but there was like a cheap one that came out in 2009 No, was straight to dvd <laughs> I, I don't think it's that one but yeah they they like were trying to make it into a thing and, and it looked it really cool in on. the trailer i was like oh that looks cool he was like a it was like a caveman and like tigers and shit right but it was on mars yeah it was on mars like okay. the whole premise of the book is he's from earth and he lands on mars and because there's less gravity on mars he has like superpowers and so the guy that invented superman read it and was like ah that's cool but it kind of sucks that he's on mars how about we send someone from a different planet to our planet
1: and the same thing happens
3: a lot of good actors in this john carter movie they were trying to make it a thing mark strong who you may know um he played the bad guy in shazam uh he was also a really cool role in the kingsman movies um okay yeah. Um, Thomas Hayden Church. He also had a thing where he came back for a bit, and then he's just, I don't know where he is now. Yeah, he played Sandman in they Spider-Man got 3. Will- Willem Dafoe is in everything. He's so great. David Schwimmer is in this. <laughs> yes! John Favreau is in it. Dominic West. Brian Cranston is in it. Wow. Maybe we should watch that one. It must have been a real stinker if it uh, yeah. didn't catch on with all Ooh, of that talent. Is this, Lynn Collins? <laughs> Hey there you Blonder brunette She's a brunette (laughs) Oh she was in uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine She was like the love interest Utico? Kayla Silver Fox She's the one that like He lived off in the forest with But she actually had powers In the end Yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. That movie was a stinker Okay So we do have a new number one song We we just talked about a movie That has nothing to do With (laughs) the time warp How do we even get into that? I don't know Something about Channing Tatum Anyways, okay, so we do have a new number one song. Um, This is going to be your one time to guess it because this song is going to own the charts for at least the next probably six or seven records. Okay. Maybe longer. Is it a band or a single artist? It is a band and it is the definitive song of 2012. Is it Pumped Up Kicks? No. Damn it. Uh, You want to give it another go? Is it by Fun? Yes, it is. Is it... uh, Oh, God, what was the name of it? I know the song, but I can't... They had a couple hits, but this was the hit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll just play it. There it is. It's a good song. I knew this was coming up. Yep.
1: So,
3: yeah. We Are Young by Fun, featuring Janelle Monet. Now she is is she just the one in the background going la 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 la, la. I can't remember if she the... has like a verse in there? No, she doesn't. No? Unless huh. there's like an extended version that I haven't heard before. But yeah, I mean I I didn't even see her. I watched the video. I didn't even see her in the video. Huh. Um, but yeah, I mean that's gonna own the charts for a bit here. Yeah yeah that was fucking huge that was all over the place what happened to those guys um there is a i mean they had a couple nate roos was the lead singer he has released some single stuff um but there is a band called the bleachers which i would highly recommend people check out that's the guitarist oh okay um he's got some really good songs i know one of them was dating lena dunham for a while um i think it was the guitarist okay yeah but yeah he's his band bleachers it's got some really great songs i mean if you if you're in the and it's not completely fun like i mean it's definitely pop rock type stuff but i mean there's some really good stuff so yeah um that's gonna be the last uh number one song for i i don't know i didn't look that far but it it was a big yeah big chunk of time well we are at the season finale so we are going to have yes. things for a while. Imagine if we didn't get that in. I know. You've been sitting on that one. Oh, yeah. you almost escaped <laughs> you.
1: <laughs>
3: All right. Um, I guess we can get into the episode. Is there anything we're missing here? I don't think so. All right. So should we do it? Yeah. Let's do it.
0: Guys, I agree with you that Oscar Pistorius is a scholar and a gentleman. All right. <laughs> All right.
2: <laughs> do it.
0: Hello.
3: Oh, you know I gotta let it
0: play. You want to run? I learned
3: from watching you.
0: Funny. So fun.
3: <laughs> I gotta let it play. It, it's just putting me in the mood. I gotta let it run. If you don't want to listen to it, there's another 40 seconds. All right.
1: Every little, thing
0: oh, yeah. do, every little thing that you do Every little thing that you do Baby, I'm amazed by Funny. you oh, Hit me with it!
3: Oh, You know what else you could have clipped in there? You could have clipped in George saying, you know, you fixed me up with a bald one.
1: <laughs> She's... Boom. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh gosh oh that's good stuff it is good stuff oh, i forgot i was gonna do a thing where i just kept talking about celebrities that are i'm taller than oh yeah <laughs> so i posted that picture of us that picture that there's something with that picture where your head also looks like you have like a sebastian gorka just well, like pumpkin head i'm leaning forward in it so you're, you're closer kind of to that. the camera yes ah yeah Depth perception. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you are definitely taller than me, but it looks like... <laughs> it, the picture makes it look... Looks not only that I'm taller, but I'm, like, giant compared to yes! you. Yes! Like, you look like a miniature in my arms. And at that time, I was, like, super... Like, that's when I was, like, really working out super hard. Yeah. So I was, like, 10% body fat or something like that. Now I'm probably, like, 80. But... um. Yeah, so, like, I was leaned out, too. Yeah. But, yeah, you are leaning forward. I'm leaning forward, and you're kind of, like, back a little bit. Oh, uh, man. My Napoleon complex, man. People just like, Jesus Christ, how short are you? How tall as Adam. <laughs> I saw one Whoa. comment, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> like, this doesn't bode well. <laughs> well, I made the joke, like, I'm just going to end up talking about slitheries that I'm taller yep. than for two hours or whatever. And Ty from Wayfinder Pod goes, Danny DeVito, that's it. <laughs> and then... And then Depressed Kenobi said fucking Peter Dinklage. <laughs> I love the fact that the listeners are figuring out how to push your buttons just like I figured out a long time ago. <laughs> well, luckily, they don't know the real. I mean, that's one thing. I, I can deal with that, though. Like, I know I'm not the tallest guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can deal with that. It's all in good fun. It is all in good fun. But if they if they got in, like, really how to push my buttons, <laughs> oh, no. They'd have me on WebM. Oh, don't. No. 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 <laughs> Don't, don't do it. Don't, don't, yes, do not get my hypochondria going. No. Honestly, like, you can have fun with the height, but yeah, if you can yeah, be yeah. going on the hypochondria, I'll probably be catatonic with <laughs> you know. So let's just not do that one. All right, so here we go. Yeah, it's not like we have free health care. You actually have to pay for those doctor visits. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Ooh. I always thought that the fucking copay came out of my deductible so does not i know the more i learn about these fucking insurance plans the more i don't like them i refilled my my uh diabetic supplies prescription i ended up having to pay a thousand dollars for it because i hadn't met my deductible yet that's a lot of black series because i had only paid for like co-pays for what's the other option fucking die yeah okay well i guess that's probably the right choice yeah did you did you know that co-insurance um deductibles and copays uh weren't even around for the first like i don't know 50 or 100 years that insurance companies existed. Yeah. It was just like their lobbying arm was just like why are you guys paying for everything? Like how about we come up with something where You know what? I we got to find a good book um to read about the history of private insurance in America and the healthcare industry. Oh, I'm no, it will not I, I will be furious. Well, I mean, then I'll read one. Yeah. You couldn't read a fucking book. <laughs> Are you kidding
0: me? <laughs> <laughs> I can get the
3: audiobook. All right. Here, I'm just going to drop this. All right. Ready? Are we ready to do it? Are yeah. we going to talk about the episode? All right.
0: You want to run? Oh, I learned from watching you. Funny. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> <Here> again <laughs> Ventress. <laughs> All
3: right. Okay. So. We do have an episode to talk about. We, we got we to gotta be very yeah, careful when yeah, we yeah. Down in the healthcare thing. We could end up going for yeah. fucking 20 minutes, and next thing you know, let's just cut it off there and yeah, start talking about this episode. We can't all live in Norway like Eel yeah. No. Fucking Eel No. <laughs> what do we know about Eel No? He's got better fucking healthcare than us! All right. Love you, Eel No. The president. The president he of deserves Norway. He's, he's got a tough, stressful job. He yeah. needs good healthcare. Yeah. On. yeah. You Not know, like us serfs. <laughs> Anyways. A surfs with a fucking <laughs> <No>. <laughs> a gold mine of action figures. <laughs> oh man! When 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 the fucking world eats itself, like the the aliens that come here and excavate everything are gonna trip across this house as the world burns. You yeah. and I are gonna be in this studio just opening the action <laughs> <Yeah>. figures. <laughs> I'm gonna set them up this way. <laughs> We're gonna have this little like poses and battles. Okay. All right, all right. All right. All right. Here we go. All right. All right. All right. All right. This is a big episode. It's a big one. It's a big boy. Okay. So, we start off last week. uh, Season four, episode twenty-two, Revenge. Revenge. So, Savage Press found Darth Maul last week, and he was a mess. Yeah, he was like Spider-Man. He had, you know, he had the spider apparatus. I I don't even think we mentioned it, but the spider apparatus that he built was not functioning well. Like, you would think that, like, ooh, he built a spider body. Yeah. I bet he's, like, even more badass. It was very rickety. Yes. Like, as he walked, it, like, it was not a big, tough, strong spider body. It was pretty, pretty intuitive of him to go ahead and even build that. Oh, yeah. I mean, can you imagine him when he first got, however he fucking got there, just, like, crawling? <laughs> it just, I, It's still beyond me how he survived. Now, he's kind of like, my hate kept me alive. He mentions that. Yeah, in this yeah, one, yeah. But it's just... I wrote that down, like, and I think he mentions it in this episode too about how his hatred kept him alive. Yeah. Doesn't it say it's part of like the Sith mythos that, like, can't they feed off of hate? Have you read that anywhere in like your, your, like, well, books? They definitely do, yes. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm just wondering. And you even you- hear Palpatine, like, I can feel your anger. It gives you focus. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. um, Yes, but as we learn, if you're of a light side variety in this episode, your anger will not give you focus. Not so good. Quite the opposite. Yeah. So um, there's some people cut off for their dark side, and there's some that aren't. Yep. Now, how Maul got there, I maybe we'll learn more. I hope we learn more. If we don't, I don't know. It's fucking great, anyways. Who cares? Um, so we start off this episode on Dothrimer. um red red intro again red intro again and i notated the narrator one of the first things he says is he says darth maul the sinister sith yes and you made mention last episode about how everybody was saying i sense something sinister yeah so So maybe it wasn't i mean i mean it was implied that they were talking about savage press but maybe they were all feeling maul but yes Thinking that. Well, they were... I mean, and, you know, he was getting closer on his little trail to find him, so maybe that just, like, alive in something in the force and Maul's presence was once again being felt. That's, that's what I'm thinking. One other thing before we get too far. How the fuck do they know his name is Darth Maul? Yeah. Obi Wan's like, Darth Maul alive at the end of the last episode? I'm like. W- it... He didn't really talk. No. Yeah. That's a very good point. I don't know. Maybe they got, like, boffins or something yeah. that did some digging and found out maybe he was wearing a name tag and it just <laughs> hi my name is Darth Maul <clears throat> okay so we're on Dothermir. uh Savage Press is taking Maul there to be treated by Mother Talzin but Mother Talzin where the fuck is she I thought she might have been dead we don't know we don't get it um but um so they land on Dothermere uh and once again Savage Press doesn't know what has been transpiring on Dathomir, like the whole battle with dooku and the droid yeah. army like he's been away so um they land on Dathomir and in their big chonky ball, in the big old <laughs> this is a big old freighter um but maul is hanging out in like the cargo bay and he's just kind of like screaming and talking to himself like he was before um but savage comes in he's like hey let's go you know uh, we're, we're here we gotta go you know and and maul like just like curls up kind of in the corner, and he just, like, backs into a corner, and he uses the Force to, like, push some cargo to, like, protect him from, like... He was, like, encompassing himself in the cargo. There's one small crack that Savage can see Maul from, Yeah, and Maul Maul is going so nuts that he, like, uses the Force to close the boxes, so... Yeah, and at the end of the last episode where we left it, it it seemed like he kind of was getting a little bit of a grip, but whatever grip he had at the end of the last episode, gone. Yeah, but... (laughs) I mean... As soon as I saw him use the force to close those boxes because he was, like, just, like, having a nervous breakdown, I was yeah. like, "Ah, eh, we've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I've wanted to use the force yeah. to close boxes around yes. me plenty of times before. It's very funny, though. Like, <laughs> yes. It was great. Like, he's like a, when you put a cat in a new house right now. Yeah. That just, like, goes in the corner and, like, you'll see. <laughs> So Savage is like, fine, wait here. Savage's reaction to it, too, was great because he was just like, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) He like went to find Mother Dawson. So he exits the ship and like it's just like a train wreck out there. There's like droids spewing about and just because there's a big massive battle there recently. It was really cool. I thought it was very cool. The detail that they left as Savage got off. Like, there was a droid ship with, like, B-2s, yes. like, kind of dangling in the wind. Yeah. And bodies just strewn about. Yep. Um, so Savage exits the ship, goes down the ramp, and all of a sudden, green mist begins to surround him. And Mother Talzin appears. Um, So, you know, we saw our last episode, but we, I didn't really know if it was, like, something just that he was seeing in his head, like, spell that she left for him that, yeah. like, activated. But she is definitely here, uh, and she, like, comes out of the mist. And she, last we saw her physically was she disappeared into the mist. She's coming out of the mist now, and she is right in front of Savage Oppress. Um, And that's going to be our first clip. Mother.
0: Shall
2: we? What happened here? Where are the rest of the sisters?
0: Dooku sent his minions to destroy us. But we will survive. We always have. You found him. I knew
2: you would. Yes. He is damaged. He doesn't remember much of his old life.
0: But he does remember something.
2: Something or someone named Kenobi. It is an obsession.
0: Come, let us fix what has been wrong. Come to me. Come.
3: Okay. I, I got a little bit longer there, but I'm just going to cut it off there. So yeah, what yeah. she does is she, use, she makes like a mist green ball. And she just puts it right in front of Darth Maul's face. She moves. She uses her mystical powers, her magics, to move the cargo away. And so Maul is revealed. And she used, She creates this little green ball and just puts it in front of his face. <laughs> it's, it's like a cat with like a laser I pointer. I was just going to say Maul turns into yes. a cat with a laser pointer. Yeah. Or, you know, just like you go to the Greyhound races and they're all chasing the thing in drag line. Yeah. <laughs> so she just like. Uses this green ball to just have him, like, follow. Like, he's like this, like, infantile yeah. animal. His like, face he, almost lights up. Like, yeah, his like, eyes get wide, and he's, like, trying yeah. to go after them. Ball? Yeah. In a ball? Yeah. <laughs> like play catch, you know? So, yeah, she draws him out that way, and he follows them into the... Uh, uh the the Night Sister's cave which is just like also a train wreck in there Before she even did it I was like here comes the finger Yeah <laughs> I knew it was coming yep. So they get him back in the cave and they put him up on this now we've seen this slab you know it was a good I think we've referenced the slab before yeah. So this is the slab where they do procedures <laughs> It's like um, a slab or an altar yes. maybe Yes this is the same slab that they put uh Savage press on when they made him all big and bulky and strong and crazy powerful um i think ventress has been on the slab before maybe uh um she was in the renewing yes, waters yep, yep. um but yeah so we're back on the mall mall gets put on the slab and when he falls on the slab he like falls on his back and his spider like yes. legs and shit kind of like go yep. up and so, then they like fall apart yep. a little bit once they get him to slab she does the thing where she touches the forehead, forehead and you hear that gong yeah it's like boom and he kind of like you think he pa- – no, it's weird. He he falls backwards, and he kind of passes out for a second. And the, the spider legs, like, writhe, and they just kind of, like, out of control, and they're just, like, going off and doing their own thing. Um, And then they begin to fall off. But he's he starts screaming again, like, right away. Yeah. So, I mean, when we've seen this before, like, they're usually completely out. But he's actually, like – he's, like, subdued, but he's still screaming and stuff. It's very – it's different than what we've seen when she does this technique before. Yeah. And the way he fell, it made me want to ask you: Have you ever killed a spider so big that it falls that way? Because once a spider gets to a certain size, if you smack it, it doesn't like smush. It, oh, it like falls over, falls on its back. its back, and its legs like curl up. Sure. Have um, you ever killed? Have you ever seen a spider? No, that I read a book on Buddhism like a year ago, and I don't kill spiders anymore. Oh boy! I set them outside. Oh no! I've seen a few up at the cabin that I have seen outside that I still kill because <laughs> they are terrifying. You're hunting them outside. I'm not hunting them, but when they're like hanging on the outside of the cabin, I don't want them getting inside. I don't know, man. They're like, I've seen spiders that are like, like the size of a CD. Yeah. Like, was, ugh. Oh. Oh. Yeah. No, nah, I'm not a fan of that. No bueno. No. <laughs> well, you know where you find one of those, there's more. Yeah. Oh, they're everywhere. Yeah. Oh those spiders, they're shifty bunches. <laughs> I am no Buddhist. Yeah. Well, I I'm not either. I mean, that's like the only thing I took from it. Like, yeah, I'm not catching you're if you're full on Buddhist, you are not having much fun. <laughs> I am not catching that guy no. in a cup. I can guarantee you, if we were Buddhist, we would not be buying all these goddamn action figures. One thing is nuts, too. Like the one I've seen a few of them that big up there. And there was one that I went to, like, smash and I took my shoe off and I went to smash it with my shoe and the spider caught my shoe and started hitting me with it hey, live it up
1: ah! God, dude.
3: Ugh. stand-up is not your thing ah, we're having fun. <laughs> you know who would tell that joke really great you know who would tell that joke really really great Guys, there I agree is.
0: with you that Oscar Pistorius is a scholar and a gentleman. All right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right. Yeah, Norm would knock that joke out of the park. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, Mother and puts Maul to sleep, uh, and she begins with an incantation. Um, she starts removing smoke. It looks like smoke, but from his head and so what she's really doing is she's taking out like the the negative energy and the 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 strife out of his brain really cool effect it's cool she's like pulling the trauma out of his head it's awesome like give me this kind of therapy yes please Oh, Mother what, Talzin's therapeutical services. Sign me up. What I wouldn't give. Oh God, just get rid of this OCD. Just get rid of it all. <laughs> just like a normal human being. I like she. She pulls that. Like she comes in here right now, pulls it on us. We wake up like, what the fuck are all these action figures? <laughs> I'm. I'm th- this is not becoming of a thirty old man. How boring would that be? Um. But yeah. So. Uh. And then also after she removes all this stuff from his head. She begins building new legs with the scrap metal from the spider apparatus. So, like, she starts pulling, like, the metal out and starts attaching it to him and, like, building something with her magics. And eventually it starts, like, smoldering and, like, it, it's really cool. I wrote down, turns out Mother towsing should have been on Monster Garage. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A DC Chopper original. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Mere
3: Chopper original. <laughs> did you get that meme where they're yelling at each other <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah it's uh, okay um and so after she builds these legs for him um and they're kind of like satyr legs um they're kind of like goat legs you know yeah, yeah, they're yeah, like yeah. demon legs yeah really i think that's what they're going for they're going for like demons you they're know they're almost like grievances a little bit because they have yeah. like claws at the end of them too sure. they don't have feet i mean you don't fuck with these things yeah that's some hard metal and apparently Mother Tolson was very good with metalworking, but she didn't get the memo about, like, WD-40. because yeah. <laughs> every, time, every time mom moved his toes, it was like... Kreaker, yeah. Kreaker. Hey, it's better than what he has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think she could have gave him something a little more, I don't know, contemporary? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she really went for the... Uh just the you know the outlandish style here you could have just given him, and they're even like you know the kneecaps are actually reversed like it's like a goat you know so it's yep. like it's like a dog or you know it's like a you think she could have just gave him this the standard kneecap you know yeah. the standard build on the leg yeah she just needed to switch that around yeah. a little bit <laughs> it'd be funny if you woke up and was like this shit suck <laughs> give me the spider back anyways um, so after she builds that, she says, Arise, Maul, reborn son of Dothramir. How'd you like that? Um And Maul wakes up and Savage is like, Brother. And Maul like grabs him by the face, and you think he's like, Oh god, this is this is what happened when Savage yeah, woke up. Yeah. They're gonna kill this guy. Um but then he, he calms down after saying he's like brother. So they greet each other as brother. Um and it's as this is going on, Mother Talson just turns into mists and fade away. I don't get it, <laughs> and I don't really know what she's going for here. She's playing so many different cards yeah. that I'm just like, she's like, yeah, you know, uh, we've survi- we'll have we survive this. Like, you're not doing so hot. Um, maybe, like, I had the thought, maybe she's just like, she doesn't have a plan. She's just like, yeah, screw it. I'm going to do this for these guys, and then I'm going to do the this for these guys. Sure. Um. So, Maul um, comes to, he starts to test out his new legs, kind of falls over a little bit, and kind of, yeah it's gonna be our next clip this is the longest clip of the episode uh they have a little bit of a conversation once maul gathers himself he goes for a quick sprint he does the pistorius um and then they're gonna converse a little more so it's a it's a little over two minutes um but um this is the first time that maul is fully with his wits so let's take a
2: listen my my legs have been restored by mother Yeah,
3: change out those brake pads fella.
2: <laughs> so long and my path has been so dark darker than I ever dreamed it could be <laughs> and yet you survived
3: I love this music Blade running Yeah He goes outside and just felt the need to scream
2: My hatred kept my spirit intact Even though my body was not Yet I was lost and became a rabid animal And such is how you found me Brother, discarded. Forgotten. I have missed so much. The force feels... out of balance. Yes. There is conflict. The Clone Wars. Ah, yes. So it began... without me. You can begin again, brother.
3: Hands him his lightsaber.
2: A bit to use the force, but then I was apprenticed to the most powerful being in the galaxy once. I was destined to become so much more, but I was robbed of that destiny by the Jedi, by Obi Wan Kenobi. Then you must have your revenge, my brother. Yes. We shall start with revenge.
3: Okay. So um they're going after obi-wan um yeah i mean it was interesting earlier when he was out of his wits when they landed on Dathomir. how he kind of used the force to push the cargo together to yeah. hide yep um now you heard him there when he's like uh savage like you can start over no you can start again um he he puts out his lightsaber yep um and then maul uses the force to pull it to him but kind of like struggles with it for a second and then like then he gets it and he kind of like gets himself so i don't know it's like um he was always in tune with the force obviously even when he was like just completely out of his wits but i think he's just got to kind of like re-grip himself with it again i guess yeah i don't know yeah um but it doesn't take him long (laughs) no it does not so um i I was gonna say something and I don't even remember what it was. I thought it was a good point too. The other thing the thing that I thought was interesting too mm-hmm. is and you'll see more of it as we get further along in this, but um like the way that he's fixated on Obi-Wan, like I'm wondering if they're doing it almost intentional intentionally, like he suffered so much abuse under Sidious mm-hmm. that I'm wondering if it's like a a victim that is trying to, like, fixate on someone else to avoid blaming the person that actually victimized them. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? uh, You could kind of um, see the parallels to Ventress as well. Uh, When I Dooku lost the audiobook, um, like, she... The voice inside of her head was the Jedi that found her and trained her. That's right, yeah. Um, But she was always, like, blaming him for certain things, and this and that, you know, and, like, really... She hates Dooku. All Sith hate their masters. She hates Dooku, but she just finds a way to like deflect everything that the Jedi says to her and everything. It just she she deflects it all back at him. Yeah. And so it's kind of similar to that. Like, um Yeah, I mean, he's blaming Obi-Wan for everything. And like just like she blamed her Jedi yeah. master for everything that happened. And Obi-Wan, like, if you look at the situation, like, all Obi-Wan did was basically defend himself because yes. maul would have killed obi-wan if obi-wan yeah. didn't kill maul but granted i mean there is a certain something with, you know with sith like this revenge is a very big thing yes. for them so i mean there's also that factor but i think there are parallels there yeah and i think a lot of his hatred for obi-wan is due to his hatred of palpatine for really i mean he he survived you think yeah. palpatine maybe would have you know Sought him out, possibly. Um, You know, I mean... Palpatine is very, very strong in the dark side. He can... Like, when... Like, he's on Coruscant after the fight with Yoda. He's like, I sense Lord Vader's in trouble. Yep. All the way on Coruscant. Like, he was on Naboo shortly after that fight. And it made me wonder, too... um, Like, so... The way that everybody last episode was like... I sense something. I feel something sinister... I'm wondering, like, maybe there was something blocking out Maul's effects on the Force until, like, whatever happened that caused that ripple. And so maybe Palpatine honestly didn't feel that just like nobody else could until, like, when everybody else did. Possible. I mean, it's interesting. I mean, we'll find out. I don't know. I mean, he's alive. Yeah. The possibilities are endless of what Maul could do here, you know? Could go a ton of different directions. Oh, there's lots of spots that we can go. Okay, so Ma- Maul and Savage, they land on this planet. They take the big chunk um, to this planet. <laughs> I thought it was Fallujah at first, but it's called uh, Radonia. It looks very similar. Yeah, so it's a similar-looking planet to Fallujah. There's very exotic-looking plants, and it's almost like luminescent. Um, so they land on Radonia, and Savage is like, hey, what the hell are we doing here? Like, no Jedi are going to come out here. They're like, we're way the hell out here. And Maul's like, there's only one way to get the attention of the jedi and like the the ramp opens up there's a bunch of children there. like oh then and the parents are like oh the cargo ship has come with supplies this and that and so they think they're you know they think they're being liberated by people and they're you know bringing in help but no he's like there's only one way to get the attention of the jedi slaughter of the innocent mercilessly and without compromise and then he ignites his lightsaber and it cuts away And, like, he ignites his lightsaber in the foreground, and in the background, you see, like, the children, like, looking at him. Yes. So it's insinuated that he's murdering the kids. Yes, he's murdering the kids, and they're just gonna fucking... everything. The way that he's holding his lightsaber, too, it's, like, almost the same angle that... in The camera position is almost the same angle as when Anakin ignites his lightsaber... Yeah, with the younglings. He's not torn about it, though. No, not at all. Anakin was torn. Yeah, still torn. Yeah. Um. So, kudos, Anakin, for feeling kind of bad about it. <laughs> 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 Much better than Maul. <laughs> um. So, after this, we get over to the Jedi Temple, and Maul has sent out a holo to them, um, challenging Obi Wan Kenobi, and that's going to be our next clip. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 More innocent blood on your hands, Kanobe! Unless you come here, face me. Come alone, and if you do not. This world. will burn! I have to go. Not alone, you're not. We'll send a task force with you. No. You see what he's capable of. He is a
0: broken, unbalanced monster. I've dealt with him before. I can do it again.
2: I disagree. This is clearly a trap. Against my better judgment. Agree with Master Kenobi. I do. Finish what he started long ago. Obi-Wan must.
0: I am off to Raidonia.
2: Master Yoda, if this is indeed Darth Maul, his capture is far too important to leave it to Obi-Wan alone. Hmm. Not alone. Will Kenobi be an unexpected ally he may have? Trust the force. We must.
3: Okay. Um. Okay. So Yoda senses something. A couple of things, too, about the that scene in particular. So you've made mention on a couple of episodes that there's a extra that is just, it looks like a Mandalorian guy that's just like yeah. in the background. He's... Two of the dudes in that hollow. Okay.
1: <laughs> really?
3: I did not notice. <laughs> There's two of the same guy. Oh, They're wearing different outfits, but it's yep. the okay. same dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that man lore guy is everywhere. Uh he comes up in another yes, scene too. He does. But one thing, okay, so during that hollow, like, Maul has like, I don't know, like five or six villagers just lined up. Five, five. Um, and he's ranting at Kenobi, and then there's he you know at, towards the end of the rant he just stops and he just beheads them all he says this this planet will burn yeah and then he he cuts all of their heads off yeah and he you don't swoop. see the you don't see it but you know you see the bodies like the feet drop and stuff it's yeah like, yeah um I'm just kind of curious. Why does Obi-Wan have to go alone? That's what I wrote down. I Who was like, gives a shit? Like, send 50 Jedi and just fucking own the dude. That's what I said. End I it. wrote down, send every fucking Jedi you have. Like, I don't get this it. This is the one time where I was like, no, Mace is correct. Yeah. Like, go with what Mace is saying. This goes back to, like, the Democrats and the Republicans where it's like, <laughs> let's let's do politics with honor, you know? And they're like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> Nah, fuck that. We're going to do whatever we want, you stupid bitches. <laughs> fuck honor. We want to win, yeah, baby. No, but that's really what it's like. You know, Mace, I got to agree with Mace here. Like, yeah. nah, just white, at least send Anakin with him. Yeah. And, and like Ahsoka. Mace is like, it's clearly a trap. And Yoda doesn't even disagree with that portion. He doesn't even say anything about it. He's just like, he's got to do it alone. Yeah, And Obi-Wan's <laughs> like, yeah, I got to do it alone. I don't get it. No, I don't either. It's bonkers. It's crazy. That being said, Yoda did sense that someone would be there with him. Yes. Um, but still, would that person be there too if they send 10 Jedi? Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe it's part of like, maybe Yoda is just kind of like seeing like this is the way the Force wills it. Yeah. Like it needs to that's, be this way for that person. That's what I thought too. That's the only explanation I can come up with. The other thing that I s- thought was super funny is so in the room it's Obi-Wan, Mace, and Yoda. But on Hollows, watching Maul's hollow yes. is Kiadi Mundi <laughs> and Plo Koon. And for a split second, it was after Maul had like cut off everyone's heads and says like, come find me or whatever, and his hollow goes out. It just shows. Mace, Yoda, and Obi Wan. And for a split second I thought that Kiati Mundi and Plo Koon saw what Maul did and were just like, All right, we're out <laughs> and just like close well, their hollow. Yeah. Closed. Like Plo is just doing something. For a second, I, I was yeah. like, where, what the hell happened? Did they just yeah. like bug out the second the folks <laughs> like, uh, uh, no, I got to go. Uh, they, going, invaded, <laughs> they invaded Ryloth again. I got to go. Like, like, Moondi pretends he's going through a tunnel. No. <laughs> Moondi's just out. like, I have to breed that day. You know, He's like, oh, I'm busy that day. He's he's off at hedonism.
2: What brings you to hedonism that many times?
3: The wild women, the wild, the wild women, women, the ripping and the tearing. The ripping and the tearing. <laughs> Ki- I'd rather have sex than go fight. The yeah, um, Yeah. I don't know. But the whole thing, it's bonkers to me. And then they show them after, yeah. like, kind of take a bow and then turn off their hollows. Yeah. But I thought it would be so funny if, if they just, just, like, like, oh, like fuck that immediately turn it off. <laughs> I think it's... But, yeah, I mean, if we got to come up with, like, the most rational explanation I think either of us could come up with is Yoda's, like, the Force wills it this yes. way, and that's the way... That's how it's got to be. Yep. Um, Because he does have, like, this inkling, like, there will be someone to help him. Yep. So... That's my guess. Yoda's big on the force seems to be willing it this way, so yes. that's the way it must be. Yoda's a go with the flow kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mesa's take action kind of guy. A little different. Okay. So the next scene, we go to Moss Espa. I believe it's Moss Espa. It's a canteen on Tatooine. We're assuming it's Moss Espa. Um, and there is like a bunch of bounty hunters gathered around like their bounty, like. <laughs> What's that Coke machine? It's like a Red Box, you know. It's
1: like
3: <laughs> it's like their Bounty Hunter Red Box. They're like this sucks, this sucks, well, this sucks. <laughs> yeah, the Red Box is the video rental machine. Yeah, the Coke is the Freestyle machine. The Freestyle <laughs> machine. Yeah, so it's like a Freestyle machine. Times they're all just sitting there looking at this view screen though. That's like showing them various bounties. They're scrolling through the bounties. Okay, and a couple of the Bounty Hunters to take note. Once again, we have the unnamed species. The Tentacle Guy. Yeah, they're just in every episode now, and they never bothered to give them a species yeah. which is crazy to me. This one has goggles though. Oh yeah. He's a fancy boy. Um and then we also have generic Mandalorian guy you know, as a bounty
1: hunter.
3: <laughs> I saw him and I was like we just saw him. That dude is fucking everywhere. We're going to have to start counting his appearances. <laughs> He's everywhere. They just love using that character model. I know. Yep. So as they're scrolling through they're like the- all these jobs suck. None of the bounty hunters want these jobs. But well, then- they're all like super low credits too. Yes. Yeah, and then Savage Press shows up, and it's like a million credits, and they're like, oh, fuck. So, okay, one, before we get any further, how did Savage Press end up on there? Did, like, the Jedi put it out, or I don't know. I mean, he's known to them, and he escaped the whole battle there, so maybe the Republic put it out? I don't know. That's what I would assume. Yeah. It would be hilarious if some of these bounty hunters went after (laughs) him. Like... Like tentacle face guy. (laughs) just not happening, man. I would like to see Cad Bane go after him, though. (laughs) Whoa. That would be worth it. I just got really hyped there. Um, But, so they're all like debating, like, oh, a million credits. And they're like, oh, I want it. And then suddenly, suddenly, (laughs) right then and there, Ventress is like, I got this one, folks. So Ventress is sticking with the bounty. I don't know how long it's been, but she's been sticking with the bounty hunting stuff. Which is nice. I think she makes. She would make a very good bounty hunter. The best bounty hunter. Yeah, better than Cad Bane. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Cad. Very good. Yeah, in the way that she takes the bounty too. It's. there's so many cool, like, little effects. It's like a little hollow chip, and, like, she downloads it, and then it shows, like, a hollow image of her target. Yeah, because the, the machine that they're looking at is just displaying the faces yeah. of the bounties that they would go after. Yeah. And she holds up her, her comm device, her communicator, and it's the same type of communicator that uh, Qui-Gon uses in Phantom Menace. Yeah. And it's the same toy that you use to read the chips of all the action figures it is yeah it looks um, like that and it's actually i think it's like a a lady's razor it's like a chic like razor what's the difference between they, a lady's razor and a men's it's razor it's like, it's wide it's yeah i i don't know i'll find a picture i can show it to you like if like if a girl was given a men's razor it's not like they'd be like oh i can't do anything with this it's designed to This one makes more sense than, like, the ladies' pens that, like, Bic (laughs) tries to market. There's ladies' pens? Yeah, you
0: haven't seen that?
3: What are they, pink? Yeah. That's it. It's like, it's... First of all, why can we get rid of the notion that pink is a feminine color? Yeah, it used to be masculine. It used to be swapped. I like Like pink. way back when. I like pink. I like baby blue. I like royal purple. I love a baby blue. Oh, I'm a big baby blue. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so... let's talk colors. (laughs) She... You like navy blue? Eh, eh, I can, I could give or take. See, I'm feast or famine with blue. Yeah. Because I love a baby blue, but then I go past all the other ones and go to a dark, like slate blue. Like, I know those why those are awesome. I know why you got that fallen order trooper because it's got like the, the that purple looking shit going on. You know what I'm talking about? Not well, yeah, maybe. Hey. I like that, but Ooh. the blue guy. I like the blue fallen yeah. order guy. You would also under red color, just pure white. Pure white's great. Great. Yeah. I love getting, like, a nice pure white hoodie, but it's not, you know, it, it lasts, like, maybe one wear before oh, the, yeah. before the ketchup hits it or something, you yep. know? It's just, you can't go long with a pure white hoodie. Yeah. And you can bleach it all you want. It's never returning there. I was going to that fade. If you have to d- pick just favorite color in general, like, if someone hits you with what's your favorite color, who do you go with? Baby blue. Baby blue? I love baby blue. I do, too. I've always said like my favorite color color though is green like Ooh. I just love green. I like a good As neon a green. I like a good neon green like a really bright vibrant green. Yep, um, just jumps out at you. I like that or like the like a you can get like a forest green that's a little bit darker. Oh yeah, I bought the uh, Febreze Air. It's like a forest. It's yeah, a forest, like, the forest green color it jumped out of me. Oh, it smells great. The passengers love it in the Ubers. There's always you remember those like bullshit like surveys you have to take on Buzzfeed or whatever? Oh, that's like Yeah. Like, what's what's your personality type? And then it yeah. gives you like four like different options and you have to pick your like dream house. Yeah. And like three of them are on a beach for some fucking reason. Yeah. Um you pick the forest. Well, it wasn't until I never like saw one of those houses that I was like, oh no, that's my dream house. Until I saw uh, Endgame, Avengers Endgame. In the house that Tony Stark is hanging out at when they have to go find him, I was like, oh, that's that's the house right yeah. there. Tony Stark, um, Robert Downey Jr., I'm taller than him. He's five, seven and a half. There you go. <laughs> I'm taller than Robert Downey Jr. Take that. I guess that's a good segue to get off
1: that fucking Yeah,
3: topic. there we go. But yeah, so the way that she uses her comm device to take the bounty yes. is awesome because she holds it up to the machine that's displaying Savage's face. And it like almost sucks it into the thing. And then uh, she like holds the comm device in her palm. Yeah. And then it shows like a full body hollow yeah. of Savage.
2: As of if she Sauvage. needs it.
3: She knows where she's going. It was just a very yep. cool um, little effect. Also, as in the cantina, we get an Enbo sighting with his mutt. Yeah. Yeah. So i got to um, look up his mutt's name. Poor Tecla. <laughs> My poor sweet girl. <laughs> okay. So after Ventress takes the job. Uh, we get to Obi-Wan, who's landing on Raidonia. He's got the cool Jedi, uh, what do we call that, uh, ship? It's a Jedi just transport oh, the, ship of yeah. some kind. It looks kind of similar to the Imperial Shuttles. It's got the 3 prongs. It's, it's the pumpkin boy. It's okay. got the pumpkin face on Ooh, it. Ooh, I need to build pumpkin boy. There's two, there's two different Jedi shuttles that they typically use. They use this one that just looks like a, a, a shuttle Tidarian from the regular trilogy the uh-huh. original trilogy but it has like a pumpkin face on it the other one that they use is the kind of the old republic one where it's got the like curved fin that goes from like horizontal to vertical yeah but yeah those it's are cool the shi- two I like this main ship. jedi transport i want a lego of this ship yeah it's a cool ship anything with folding wings is awesome i'm a big wing folding guy <laughs> i like folding things <laughs> Like my favorite part of doing laundry is folding stuff. <laughs> it feels good to like get a good fold. Oh yeah. Have you ever seen one of those? What are those things? I need to get one. It's like oh, it's the, just the, the it's just, flaps. just the fold. oh yeah. that looks fun. Every time that I walk by and like you know when you used to go into Old Navy or every time I get to go into it, like yeah. a Kohl's now yeah they have like a trot. it looks like a sawhorse but it's like just perfectly wide enough where you're supposed to lay a shirt down on it and it like you fold stuff over it and it like makes everything uniform and Ooh. yeah i gotta get one of those yeah maybe that's what i'll buy since i can't buy any action figures for a few weeks <laughs> <laughs> okay so obi-wan lands on radonia uh he walks into this village and it's just a wreck it's a fire everywhere it's just been totaled um there's this like s- <laughs> this sad scene of an astromech just running aimlessly into a wall like it's malfunctioning just like running into the wall it is Hilarious. He's just like banging into it. He's walking through just like destruction, and there's just an astromech slowly just carting into a wall. And so Obi Wan walks by and uses the force to just stop him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, the village is just trash. So he continues to walk through the village, and then he is greeted by a yell. And that yell comes from Darth Maul. This little exchange is going to be our next clip Jedi
0: i have
2: been waiting for you
0: i'm not sure i've made your acquaintance
2: i am surprised you could have forgotten me so easily after i killed your master and you left me for dead on nabu it is you you may have forgotten me but i will never forget you you cannot imagine that Depths I would go to to stay alive, fueled by my singular hatred for you.
0: That may be so, but I defeated you before, and I can defeat you again.
2: <laughs> Don't be so certain.
3: You? Okay. So um, you hear him say "you" at the end. He turns around, and Savage presses right behind. Yeah. Him um so it's uh they're tag teaming up on obi-wan yeah Uh, leading into the scene like when obi-wan comes upon maul maul is standing in front of like a fiery he's standing and he's standing like rubble he's like high up he's not i don't know like a the remnants of a building that's been just destroyed it's a pretty like epic villain stance with like fire behind him with his new robot legs Pretty funny, Obi Wan talking shit like I don't remember you. That's the greatest. Like he knows, we know. Like he, he, he's like, oh, it is you. After that, but I think he's just fucking with them. I think he is too, because I don't think he was. They know that Maul is alive. Like they've confirmed it via the Hollow. Um, he even said it himself last episode. Yeah, Maul says to Obi Wan right away. He says like Jedi, and then he says, "I've been waiting for you." And then Obi Wan (laughs) looks at him and goes, "I'm not sure I've made your acquaintance." Yes. It's the greatest. He is so fucking cool in this episode. He is. And he does more of this later on, too. Oh, yes, he does. Like, Obi-Wan is the coolest Jedi. And then he says... He is the fanciest of lads. He says so sincerely, I beat you once and I can do it again. And then he does his like little two-finger stance. Now, and then at that point, Savage jumps behind him. Yeah. Um, And now the thing with Savage is, like, I think Obi-Wan... Could take Savage. I mean, we've seen Anakin and him kind of struggle with Savage, but given, like... Oh, God, I'm going to give my prep time Batman argument again. (laughs) But, no, I mean, we know, like... The thing with Obi-Wan is his, his style, his defensive style, is, like, insanely effective. Yeah. Like, he can just, like expend very little energy and just defend himself until they make a fatal error is kind of how he fights i forget what lightsaber like fighting style he uses it's a form and it's called sorosu yeah is that i think the whole purpose of that one is like taking the energy that's coming at you and like using your skills to reflect it back which is why that specific style is good at like reflecting blaster bolts back at people. And when you kind of watch like uh, his most famous duel with Anakin, just the way he fights, like Anakin is on the offensive, like 85% of that fight. Um, Obi-Wan very rarely is on the offensive in that fight. Yep, Like right from the start, he's backing up and just deflecting things. Um, There is that part where Anakin loses a saver second. Obi-Wan like stands over him and strikes down, but Anakin uses the force. But yeah, I mean, obi Wan's style, his defensive style, he can go a long time. Yeah but it's almost like he was caught completely off guard. And that's not to say like Savage is not to be fucked with. Like yeah. Savage is super powerful. I just feel like if Obi-Wan wasn't surprised like that, he would have put up a better fight here at least. Yeah. Um, because like Savage jumps behind him. He's kind of shocked. He's not prepared for it. And Savage just starts hacking at him. Yeah. And the thing with Savage is he's like, he's shot up. He's like Bane. He's like, a brute. He's yes. a brute. He's like, he's, and he's got like superhuman strength. So like when he's like hacking over Obi-Wan's like really close range when this happens and Obi-Wan is just getting knocked backwards yeah. by these blows. So he's deflecting them, but he's just getting knocked backwards. Um, so eventually then Maul jumps down. So then it's two on one. Um, and Savage actually ends up knocking Obi-Wan unconscious by, uh, using like his elbow. Oh yeah. Yep. He like elbows Obi-Wan in his face, um, and just gets knocked unconscious. Um, before that, though, like, Obi-Wan did lose his saber from just deflecting the hacks um, by Savage, and yeah. Maul took his saber, like, pulled it over with the force. The other thing that's nuts is just the, the like, the amount of space that Savage takes when he does a strike. Yeah. It's, like, that's the thing, too, that just, like, overwhelms Obi-Wan. Yeah. I mean, it was not a fair fight. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was not good. But, yeah, so... Maul ends up getting a saber. Obi-Wan gets knocked unconscious. Um, And then right after that, we see Ventress arriving on Raidonia. So she's there. Right after she lands, she, you know, disembarks from her ship. And she sees big fat freighter boy taking off. Yeah. And she does some fucking sweet jumps just to get up there. Like, she uses both of her lightsabers to, like, grab on for half a second. And then does, like, another jump. It's very cool. Yeah. Like, God, she's so fucking... (laughs) (laughs) there I'm saving it (laughs) we gotta save it um okay so uh, we get into the freighter and they have dragged Obi-Wan into like the uh, the room that the cargo hold yeah this is the room where Maul was like cowering cowering in um and they're just beating the shit out of him um clearly they're they're dragging this out like they could have killed him multiple times by yeah. now but, I know, but there, they just want him to suffer there is a moment where maul looks at him and says uh he looks at him and he goes still as weak as ever it's like what i was like he cut you in half my man what yeah. are you talking about like what i did not get that line i did not understand it's like, what yeah, he meant. whatever keep keep up with that cope my friend that's you know? another thing that made me wonder like in maul's mind is he like I'm wondering if they are doing some like really neat creative stuff with him in like, like, because he was a victim, and it's like the shit that victims can sometimes do, where they'll like target yeah. someone that they're. So he could be talking about himself when, when he's projecting says, all of Still this as, on as Obi One. Yeah, like he's projecting his doubts about himself onto Obi-Wan. Yeah. He's held Obi-Wan up as this, like, the Antichrist, when really, like, he never was introspective about it at all. This is why everybody needs a therapist. Yeah. Everyone should be seeing a therapist regularly. God, Mother Talzin could have done so much good for him in that moment. Yeah. But all she did was just... No, she could have just, you know, she took out all a lot of the stuff, you know, and she kind of gave him his marbles back. Yeah. But she didn't give him... She could have gave him peace. Active listening and a couple of targeted questions. Maul could be having tea with Obi-Wan right now. Yep. You know, just learning. Tell me where this anger is coming from. Yes. Obi-Wan would be a great guy to talk to about that anger, too. Yeah. Obi-Wan... So, it's a perfect juxtaposition, like, Obi-Wan and Maul, because I feel like Obi-Wan just personifies, like, being aware of your own emotions... And, like, being able to, like, acknowledge them and let them go or just manage your own emotions. Yeah. And Maul is completely incapable of doing that. Yes. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's like chaos. And Obi-Wan, like I've always said, he's a stoic. Yeah. He's a stoic. And I, I looked up the definition of stoic. Um, it is a person who can endure pain or hardship without showing their feelings or complaining. Um, And stoicism is also like a philosophical concept. But I feel like Obi-Wan, he will acknowledge the fact that he's feeling angry or he's feeling, at least internally, I get the impression that Obi-Wan is feeling all of those emotions. He just has enough emotional intelligence to be like, I am feeling this way because of this. But he's able, the thing with Obi-Wan is he's able to remain calm amidst chaos. That's what you're able to do if you're able to do that with your emotions. He's a stoic. Yeah. like he's 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 a very stoic individual. So, yeah, but Maul is like the exact opposite. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Um just like the two dynamics just clashing with each other here. Um yeah, so they're beating him and Obi-Wan just still talking shit. It's fucking great. He goes, "You know, when I cut you in half, I should have aimed for your neck <laughs> instead." <laughs> and it's just like, "Yes, dude. God, you're so Fucking cool. I've noticed, like, I've been in only a couple of situations like this, but, like, nothing drives pissed off people more crazy than if you are just completely calm and, like, say the shit that Obi-Wan is saying. Yeah. There's one instance where a guy, I think I might have, like, accidentally cut off a guy as I was, like, driving to, like, college one day, and uh, he was, like, one of those aggro dudes that, like, I accidentally cut him off and I kind of gave him a, I'm sorry, wave. And he like sped up beside me and like rolled down his window and was like, what the, where the fuck did you learn how to drive? Like, you know, one of those types of dudes. And for a second I was like, taken aback. But then I was like, this is ridiculous. So all I did is I looked at him and I like smiled as big as I could. And I just started like waving (laughs) And, like, I thought he was going to have an aneurysm. He was, like, <laughs> he turned so red and he was getting so angry, but I just kept, like, smiling. <laughs> I feel bad for his family. <laughs> I know. He went home that night in a mood. Oh, his stepkids <laughs> did not have a good evening. No. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, so, yeah, uh, it's while this is going on. That's when Ventress also jumps into the ship. I kind of got ahead of myself there. But, um, Obi Wan, they keep cutting back to Obi Wan. He keeps talking shit. He even says, like, oh, I like your new legs. They make you taller.
1: <laughs> I gotta get
3: some of those legs. I gotta get those damn legs. I need to get my horse legs. What are those things? Hold on, I'm looking up Ray Park's height. Ray Park. <laughs> I bet he's not that tall. Five nine. See. He's now got, got if, you by a half. Y- yeah, but if I got the if I got the cool funky satyr legs, I'd be like, he's like as tall as Savage with those yeah. things. He gets a good you know another foot off those bad boys. Hey, yeah. <laughs> so I think is, Ewan's not that tall. I think we've he's like five ten. I think he's five ten, oh, okay. maybe five eleven. That's only a couple inches. Yeah, you could get out a ruler. That's nothing. Yeah, that's nothing. Ah, yeah. Liam Neeson, he's a tall guy. Oh, he's a big boy. Yeah, yeah, he's your height. He's six four. He's up around me. He's a Sasquatch. <laughs> okay so um maul you know does not take these taunts <laughs> he gets pissed he's like your death is going to be beyond excruciating um and while this is going on savage goes to take off they're getting out of radonia they're heading off somewhere i don't know where they're planning on going yeah. but they're going somewhere Maul does say too like i'm gonna make sure you feel every single cut as yeah he's like yeah i think they're probably leaving Raidonia because the jedis know that obi-wan's on radonia so why would they want to hang out yeah. there um so yeah, so they're taking off. Ventress boards the ship, um, and they're in this cargo hold. And we get Ventress showing up. Um, so Ventress introduces herself. She sneaks in there and she says hello to the boys. And that is going to be our next clip.
0: What a surprise! A child. My former servant, still an animal, and you have a friend now.
2: My brother.
0: A brother? Looks like he's half the man you are, Savage. How unfortunate. I was looking for a challenge. Not some wretched castoffs from the Knight Brothers clan. What a disappointment.
2: Who is this brother? A <laughs> death-a-mere witch. She betrayed me. <laughs> she knows so-, so much.
3: Destroy her. She pretends to sneak off. And they leave the room. But she's still in the cargo and she's very tricky.
0: Kenobi, don't tell me someone's finally knocked the fight out of you. Wake up! Uh. 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 Ventress? It looks like I'm here to rescue you. When did you become the good guy? Don't insult me. Oh, what a lovely sight to wake up to. Don't flatter yourself, Kenobi. You've never been much to look at. Especially
2: now. The Witch and the Jedi. Here for our taking.
0: I want that back. Ventress hands Obi-Wan one of her curved sabers.
2: Ready?
1: Like you even had to ask
2: Gosh! Oh Kenobi and Ventress
3: teaming up. I don't know how you do, what you yes! do. That's the moment I was referencing when I was like <laughs>
1: you being like, yeah. it's
3: happening! Yep. So Obi-Wan, Maul has Obi-Wan Saber. So she hands Obi-Wan. So there she is not dual-wielding at this time. Um, but just Fucking awesome, dude. Just so cool. So cool. And I love like how they kept the laugh. Remember the laugh from um the monster episode where like it was like the arena that they she went there and like testing all these uh Zabrocks. So like she did that like when the lights went out, you know, the clapper guy, clap guy, remember clap (laughs) zobro the Vikings fan. You need to post that again. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He's doing the skull (laughs) chant. But yeah, like when it got all dark, she was like running around like, "Ah!" and it was like, it was very menacing. She does that to them there. Yeah. I fucking love it. She like throws her voice around the room. So you don't know where she is. And so she threw him off and she opened the door to like the, uh, to the main control room. And so they kind of thought she went in there. So they both went to go check it out and left Obi-Wan. And then she came down and talked to Obi-Wan. So um, the other thing that I thought was hilarious too, is when she, the first thing she says to him is when she's talking to Savage and he's like, and you have a new friend and immediately Savage just goes, my brother. <laughs> and it made me think like Savage is just happy to have a brother. He's like, yeah. he's introducing him yeah. as his brother. <laughs> <laughs> like imagining him, every stranger they see, like this is my brother. Yeah. <laughs> It's pretty good. Um, But also, like, these two are just getting burned by Obi-Wan and Ventress. Just, like, non-stop. Oh, God. (laughs) He's not half the man. You are like, oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, dude, they're just killing him. Both of them are just cut-ups, you know? Like, they're made for each other. Ventress and Obi-Wan. Like, that banter in, like, just the way that they can bounce back and forth. Yeah, and this is kind of, like, the culmination of all the way back when we were on fucking Christophsis. And yeah. I was like, Obi-Wan and her kind of have an interesting thing going here. And that's kind of where my obsession with her yeah. began. Yep. So, I mean, this is like, this was like a uh, fucking payoff for it's me. It's like playful flirting between yes. the two of them. And that's what I was like, what's going on there? Are they horny for each yeah. other? And that's where this whole goddamn polycule started. <laughs> this is where the whole thing and me with the girlfriends and everything. That was its Genesis. And it's, morphed into this fucking you know just this monstrous fucking beast that's yeah. become part of our podcast you know you got the duchess you got ventress go you got tecla <laughs> you got mortis daughter <laughs> and of course you have the latest member avar chris just,
1: this
3: is this is like the biggest payoff for the polycule yeah yeah this is big time and this is, like, one of the better lightsaber fights we've seen, too. Yes. Like, those two fighting together. And every blade is red. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, like, right when they start fighting, it's everything's red. Yeah. Very interesting stuff. Okay, so it starts off with Ventress fighting Savage. Obi-Wan is fighting Maul. They kind of switch back and forth, but that's the general route that we're going here. Um, Now, Ventress is very agile, but Savage obviously has, like, the power advantage here over anyone in the Star Wars universe Um, so he ends up knocking her and she loses her saber Um, but she's super agile and she keeps jumping around like doing awesome kicks and like goes kung fu on his ass she doesn't move her she jumps she's behind him jumps on Basically. On top of his back and started punching him yeah, in the head That's exactly yeah. what she does, but she's like, it's like he, she's riding on his shoulders and like she locks his head with her legs and she just starts punching him <laughs> yes. in the side of the head. So it's a good thing she got all that practice against the Ninjagos, the scorpions <laughs> yeah. in the bounty episode. Um, yeah, so she's fighting without a lightsaber and just dodging and just punching and kicking. Um, it's during this that Obi-Wan's fighting with Maul and he's kind of just, you know, doing obi-wan things and just you know very competent lightsaber fighting um but he noticed that his lightsaber is on maul's belt so he does this flip and he just like maul charges him he does a flip he goes behind him and then he just grabs it off him and then he throws Ventress's other saber to her so she can defend herself um it's while this is going on that obi-wan gets kicked right in the face by maul's fucking satyr foot yeah (laughs) like that had to hurt yeah it even unquaffed his hair because Obi-Wan's yes. one piece is like yeah. dangling in his face now. Yep. And then they jump up and take it on. To, there's two levels in this here. So they jump up and they take it on the second level. And it's during this point that Maul starts talking a little shit. And he's like, how did you feel when I like gutted your master this and that? And Obi-Wan gets a little unbalanced. That's And yeah. Maul senses it. He's like, oh, you're unbalanced. You're not thinking properly. And this is where Obi-Wan starts losing the fight. Um, He actually like Qui-Gon's death all these years later. Like, hearing him say, like, I gutted your master. And now he said it a little earlier, too. But this time, like, in the heat of battle, like, it fucked Obi-Wan's head up. Like, and I was wondering, is this the only time we've seen Obi-Wan, like, lose his cool. poise? Yeah. Right after I called him a stock. <laughs> yeah. Hey buddy, you know, he stoics, is. this yeah. is just like the one time where yes. he like wasn't able to control it. And yeah. we see what happens when he's not I mean, able even to the most level headed people lose their shit. Every oh, absolutely. You know, you just, yep. And so this, like it got to Obi-Wan here. Yeah. I think it was just a combination of factors. Like he had just been beaten. He he's had just a, been he's exhausted. Yeah. He's exhausted. Um, yeah. he's fighting with Ventress. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's so many weird things going on for Obi-Wan here. Um, but so Obi-Wan ends up getting knocked back down and him and Ventress kind of go back to back uh, with each other. And Obi-Wan's like, we're outmatched. Yeah. Um, and that's when we get the fucking awesome
0: fucking line. You want to run? I learned from watching you. Funny. God. Oh, it's so great. Jesus. I don't know how you do what
1: you do. It.
3: I'm playing again. I, I don't care if I play this five thousand fucking times in this world. This is my favorite exchange on
0: this show though. far. Want to run? I learned from watching you. Funny. God, the way she <laughs> says that is so hot. That's my
3: good hood. Her voice is my good hood. It's so good. Um, yeah. So they pull some nifty moves. Um, Obi Wan like does a flip backwards, runs into the cockpit. Um, so they're basically their plan is we're going to escape in the escape hatch of the cockpit here. So Obi-Wan runs in there and then he's like, Ventress is keeping him a little busy. Um, Obi-Wan does a force push, I believe. No, 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 no. He runs in the cockpit. Then he's like, Ventress, come on. She's been keeping him busy for like half a second there. And so she does this like super flip up and Obi-Wan uses the force. It looks like he's pulling something. He's like helping her with the force, like adding a force push to her jump. Yeah. Um, And so she lands and uh, they run into the cockpit. They shut the lock door. Uh, Maul and uh, Savage start to cut through it with their lightsabers. Immediately put their lightsabers. Immediately put their lightsabers to it. Um, And Obi-Wan's at the controls, like trying to get the fucking thing to like jet it's it's like an escape is this an escape pod so i th- there's two <sighs> control areas in this there's two bridges almost what i think it is is it's a i think it's like it's a cargo freighter so i think they almost have like dual cockpits but sure. you can like move one out and it's like a semi truck where you can yeah. like detach the cargo but take yeah. the cab and so attach it basically what else. they ran into is like this little thing that can detach it's got its own thrusters and stuff yeah. like So they go in there and Obi-Wan's trying to get it to release. He can't get it to release. They're about to cut through. Ventress is like, anytime now, come on, let's go. And eventually Obi-Wan just gets pissed and just smashes the thing. And it just releases like right as they're about to cut through. Um, So all of a sudden, like in the freighter, as they're flying away, like freight just starts. Cargo starts flying out of the fucking opening where it was. And then finally Maul hits this like ray shield that covers it up. And so they watch as Ventress and Obi-Wan escape. Um, They watch just kind of (laughs) just this like sad look on their face. Like, oh, God. (laughs) um, But yeah, so um, Obi-Wan and Ventress outmatched, but escape. Uh, Very cool stuff. And our final clip of the episode is going to be Obi-Wan and Ventress talking. And then we also get Maul and Savage talking. That was cutting
0: it a little close. You do know it's not over. I know. They'll be after us
2: both now. What now, brother? Do we go after them? No. We will be patient, Savage. I've waited so many years for my revenge. I can wait a little longer. But the Jedi will know that you have survived. They will be coming for us. <laughs> I am counting on it. Okay.
3: So little technical difficulty there, um, but we have the backup audio file, so you probably just enjoyed about seven minutes of not as good audio quality. Yeah, it works, though. It is what it is. Too bad that it happened on this episode. Yeah, I If I only had an error. <laughs> All the podcast pros say it happened sooner or later. Yeah. Um, but anyways, okay, so that's the end of the episode. Yep. Um, so, Maul is going to be patient with this. I don't know why he wasn't kind of, you know didn't go his way this time so I guess he's like well running into it didn't really work out slaughtering an entire village didn't really work out let's just be patient with this yeah Yeah. let's let it all come to us Um, and Obi-Wan and Ventress are escaping on the little escape pod freighter, whatever the hell you want to call it. Uh, who knows where they go? Very interesting. Yeah. Like where do Obi-Wan and Ventress click? Am I going to, is Obi-Wan going to drop her off on Tatooine and he goes back to Coruscant? Like what the fuck's going to go on here? I would love a spinoff where they just go off and do adventures as lovers. Oh, it would be a fun (laughs) one. Okay. But that is the episode. So a whole lot of stuff there. Uh, what did IMDB give this one? IMDB gave this one a 9.1. Okay. Um yeah, it's really good. Um, this is my favorite episode so far. It's amazing. It's an incredible episode. It is so goddamn good. And what a perfect way to end a season, too. I know. God. This is just it's it's brilliant. Can you, this measured next to how the season began? Good Lord. <laughs> good Lord. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> we end with this. You
0: want to run? I learned from watching you. Funny. We
3: started with this. <laughs> like, what the hell? Um, this is my favorite episode. It's so good. Uh, I'm not going to give a perfect score because I don't know what lies ahead. This is a nine point five.
1: Me, me too. I yes, nine point five.
3: You know what? Let's wrap this up so I can order a Ventress bust. <laughs> Let's get like a two hundred dollar Ventress bust. They still got that one at Hot Comics.
1: <laughs>
3: Technically, a right. bust isn't a Black Series figure, so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think we'll do a little chat now off uh, air here. Okay. So two 9.5s. nine point um, fives. It's amazing. It's, it's an incredible episode. It's such a good episode. Yes. I want to leave some space though for yeah. something that But might now we're come getting later. into the 9.6, the 9.7, yeah. which is fine. This is fucking the best episode it's so far. Incredible. And all the stuff with like Obi Obi Wan and Ventress aside, just a struct like the structure of the episode in and of itself yes. is great. It was like perfectly paced. There was nothing too convoluted. It was just great all around. Very interesting too, because it's just, think of it this way. Um, There is stuff in this episode that normally would piss me off. Like the whole thing with Obi-Wan going by himself. Yep. When we talked about that, I was like, that doesn't make sense. I don't fucking care at the end of the day. Like any faults in this episode... All the stuff that was done so well, was done, like, perfectly. Yeah. Like, this is an incredible episode. And it had so many of the things that, like, I think make an episode stand out. Just the, like, little tiny little details, like, her communicator, like, taking the picture of Savage and, like, making it a hologram in her communicator. Uh, Mother Talzin, like, pulling the trauma out of Maul's head and it being visualized as black smoke. Like... Seeing the destruction of what happened on Dathomir still just laying there. Yes. Like all those little details, like, add up. It's so good. Even Maul going for his first Blade Runner spin. Yeah. Just like, oh, yeah, he's going to go feel these and things out a little bit. let's the, like, guttural roar. Yes. Know. Like, it's God. Top to bottom, this, I think, is the most complete and best episode, though. Yeah. Time. I, you know, there's been some really good ones. Shadow Warrior comes out. You know, Shadow Warrior really comes to mind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But anyways. Okay, so two nine point five. God damn, how are they gonna follow that up? Oh, oh I'm looking forward to it.
0: Always look on the light side of life.
3: Yada. Yada da 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 da. Alright, light side moment of the episode. Well for me. You
0: want to run? I learned from watching you. Money. Money. Oh my lady! <laughs> oh god! <laughs>
3: Give her an Emmy. <laughs> that's my light side mom. What's yours? Um, I actually wrote down seeing Obi-Wan lose his cool. Was okay. Kind of cool. Um, and it also made me wonder if that, like, maybe him experiencing this, like, losing his cool and feeling how it affected his performance. Maybe that's why he's able to stay as composed as he is during the fight with Anakin. Sure. Very cool. Like, maybe he doesn't let it happen again because yeah, in the moment he's thinking of this. He learns something. Oh. There's a lot of just layers to peel back. Good stuff. From. Oh, it is a good one. If you only knew the power of the dark side. All Dark side moment of the episode. Uh... Oh, man. God, it's uh, I guess we got it. I'm going to go with the true dark side. Just the implicate the, you know, he beheads all those villagers. All those villagers were adults, though, in the hollow. Like, but it's implied that he killed a bunch of kids like him yeah. and Savage killed. So that's going to be my dark side. True dark side. That's a true dark side. Yeah. And it was a toss up between those two for me, too. Um. So, yeah, I just also I went with just the moment where because for a second I was like, is he actually is he going to kill those people? people on the hollow or is he just like kind of holding them hostage and then he like cuts all their heads off and i was like yeah okay they really went there all right now the thing is like he could have accomplished this without killing anyone oh yeah because he could have sure. just like taken them hostage and then like sent out the hollow like they would have known any different yeah so yeah he is just a fucking sick puppy yeah he is a sick sick man piece of shit <laughs> thank you rex you're a chibata king Where's Rex been? But, uh, you gotta get it up. Oh, it was easy to get it up. This was a good one. Chee-butter! Mandate. Man- mandate. Get it on. Get it on. I'm being canceled. Okay. Dark Horse Hero of the episode. God. I'm gonna give it to... <laughs> it's kind of tough to give this person a Dark Horse, but... I got to reserve my all-star for somebody else. So I'm giving it to Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, You could easily be an all-star, but I, you know. eh, There's a certain someone that I'm going to have to give it to. So um, just his shit-talking as he's getting, like, pummeled and, like, he's just got, like, like, it's completely grim for him. And yet Obi-Wan just keeps his cool. He's just like, oh, you... Wow, you look taller. Oh, I should have cut you at the neck, you know. Like, God, it God. was so great. Obi-Wan is a fucking king. Who do you got? Um, I had a hard time picking people. I didn't want to go with, like, the main people, like Obi-Wan or Ventress. Um, so I was thinking of giving it to the engineer who came up with the detachable cockpit. that like, Okay, there you go. Yeah. Escape. Um, but I'm actually going to go with Mace Windu for being <laughs> the only one <laughs> yeah. with common sense in that fucking room. Yeah. Mace, wait a it was the first yeah. time that Mace was like, "You're crazy. Are you yeah. nuts?" It's the first time that Mace has like really been like absolutely right. I feel like Mace learned from the last clusterfuck that happened when he tried to plan something. What was that clusterfuck? The, not let's not tell Anakin about. Oh yeah. Everyone. Oh god. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mace did uh, a little. Uh, he he, did, he was speaking some sense there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Get
2: hey Get the show on. Get...
3: Alright, all right. star of the episode, Nika Futterman for me. Um, Nika Futterman. But duel, I'm also giving to the character of Asage Ventress. Okay. Um, Nika Futterman is the voice actress. This is the second time I've given her All-Star. Like just okay, fine, last time I swear.
0: You want to run? I learned from watching you. Funny. Oof. She's incredible.
3: She's amazing. Yeah. She is uh supremely talented. Yeah. Um and then yeah, and then there's Ventress in general. Just yeah. the growth of her character in the last in this arc. Is insane. Yep. Like, she has done a 180. Like, she's basically like a anti-hero. And she's like a good guy now, almost. Yeah. Yep. It's cool. I, I dig. Oh, I dig. I test. But they dig. They they test. What do you got? Uh, I went with that droid that kept bashing itself up against the wall. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, it's kind of like an honorary R2. Yeah. yeah. But it was like, I, I just thought it was funny. Like, it, it's like one light moment in this super heavy, dark episode. Sure. But- I also had the sad, kind of dark thought of like that droid must have seen all of that shit happen. Yeah. So maybe that droid was trying to kill itself, which it's just, like <laughs> ramming itself up against the wall. <laughs> so it made me a little sad. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty grim. But I got to give it to him. I got to give him all star. He was cool. Yeah. Do we got a name on him? No, I no. didn't. I didn't see one. Random Astromech. A real home run hitter.
2: I beg your pardon, but what do you mean, naked? My parts are
1: showing. My goodness. Oh. I'm a model. You know what? I do my little turn on.
2: Yeah, on the catwalk. On the catwalk, yeah. I do my little turn on the catwalk. Gee, Can't
3: okay, Bo Shoe Dog. Good hood. Who was showing you something? Who was looking hot? Okay. Good hood. Um, Now, Ventress does have, like, their get getup's a little different. Yeah. It's got, like, a little bit of blue on there now. We're talking about, we like blue. Yeah. Blue's a good color. Um, I am going to give it to the generic Mandalorian guy. (laughs) (laughs) Just because he shows up multiple times in the episode, he's he's, all over the place. But he's wearing different clothes. he's wearing different clothes. Yeah. This is, a, this is a, a man of the galaxy. He's a man about town. He's everywhere. He's getting beheaded in one place. He's trying to fulfill bounties on Tatooine. This guy's everywhere. He's got good bone structure. He his, does. His face. He's got the cheekbones and the big Mandalorian chin. Yeah, he does. So yeah, I'm giving it to that guy. All right. Who do you got for Goodhood? I went with Ventress. Okay. okay. Like, as soon as she stood up, I was like, they kind of designed her a little bit differently. Yeah, she's got like a like a bounty hunter outfit kind of. Yes. Starting. Yeah. Like she's got like kind of shoulder armor yeah. and like kind of like a vest. What it kind thing. of reminded me of was like World of Warcraft in the early levels when you yeah. start to get gear and yeah. you're just kind of like patching together. It reminded me of the. Um, the leather set that you can get from the Dead Mines in Vanilla Wow, I forget what it's called. I wish I remember, but it's like a rogue set. And yeah. that's what kind of she's kind of a rogue. You know, she's yeah. sneaking around and she's laughing and yeah. I think that's what they're going for. I just I just solved it. Ventress it is. is a rogue. There it is. Oh my gosh! But um, but she's missing her. Uh, I know how much you loved her short shorts from yeah, the Last one. F- F- are. Well, I'm not. No, I didn't. I mean, I like them, but it's not like I was. They some of them like some of the shots that the enemies were doing. is like, dude, you're kind of perverted. <laughs> Like, just, just go just go to, like, just go, like, write some adult anime or something <laughs> at that point. Um, okay, so uh, no Death of the Week. Do we have a Who Are You? No? No. We do not. Okay. So. <laughs> Thank you, Yoda. Thank you, uh, Chewbacca. What do we got for a tagline on this one? This one we have, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. And you said that the one Gamorrean guard that we've been talking about for a while, uh... He's gonna find out that somebody he went to high school with that he hated and that hated him also hates his boss, and so they're gonna have to team up against this boss. Yeah. Through hijinks, they're gonna get their boss tossed into the raincore pit. I believe I called it like Ferris Bueller hijinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah some '80s teen movie hijinks. Yeah. And then you said, or you said that I think that uh, everyone's saying something sinister was a tip-off, and we're going to get a team-up that we never thought that we were going to get before. There we go. And then you called it a super tag team. Oh, and we got the super tag team. Yeah, we did. Oh! <laughs> we okay. got a super tag team to end super tag team. Yes, the the team-up we've all been waiting for. Yeah. Okay, what is our next episode? We ended the season. Where are we going from here? So the next, uh, the next opening moral we have is fear is a malleable weapon. Fear is a malleable weapon. Hmm. Oh, man. I think this is going to be Maul and Savage Press using fear tactics. I think they're going to hunt Ventress first, and I think they're going to try to fuck with her um, and try to play to some of her innermost fears about kind of how she was raised and how she's been like kind of used and tossed around. I think they're going to try to fuck with her somehow. Um, and then also the Gamma guard is now, <laughs> now that he got rid of his rival, he's actually been promoted and now that he's been promoted, like you think, Oh, thank God he was down on his luck. He's moved his family all over the galaxy. This and that and you're he, starting to feel good for him. No, but no, he's the starting pressure. to get, yeah, he's feeling the pressure and he's starting to get a big head. So his fear is causing him to like lose touch of who he really is. And he starts to take it out on his co-workers who were once his comrades. Okay. So, yeah. So he's using fear as a weapon. When he doesn't need to, he's lost himself. Well, we'll find out next time.
2: Okay. Um, so what is
3: the next episode? So in, we are viewing in chronological order. Oh, God. Are we doing this again? So just a little bit. Okay. So we are skipping the next Air Order episode. Oh, man. So the next episode that we're watching is season five, episode two a war on two fronts a war on two fronts yep ah, maybe those two guys are gonna split up one of them's gonna go fight kenobi one of them's gonna go fight ventress interesting stuff a lot of chi bada bread being cooked today <laughs> oh tasty treat uh, i'm gonna have to blast my ass with a luxpeday after this one like, man i'm stressed this is crazy it's getting hot okay all right so what was it again sorry a war on two fronts a war on two fronts and this is season five episode two season five episode two okay so this is airing on monday so we will see you on thursday for a war on two fronts season five episode two whoa all right, and where can the listeners reach us? Hey baby, Send us an email. We are at clonecastpod at gmail.com. You can reach out to us on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok as well. At clonecastpod. And uh, reach out to us if you're interested in the Discord. Yeah. It's popping off now since
0: it's oh,
3: on. It's on fire. Uh, also, leave us a review if you can. Uh, anywhere that you can rate five stars. We certainly appreciate that. Uh so we will see you next time for A War on Two Fronts. Until then, may the turtle tanker be with you. I don't even get that. The tragedy
2: of Crispin's day. Hello there. The angel from my nightmare. The shadow in the background of the more The unsuspecting victim
1: of darkness in the